0: <laughs> and so, do you feel the anger sometimes? Mm-hmm. Uh, say what? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> he what? <laughs> oh, he does? Do you get mad sometimes too? Mm-hmm. Does he irritate you? A lot. A lot? Yeah. Do you say a lot? Yeah. Speak like you're black. Oh, a yeah. lot. <laughs> See? <laughs> She knows how to black (laughs) speak. And what do you do when you get mad? What? You don't think about it? No, don't react to it. I like it when uh, mixed people make babies. Makes mixed people make pretty babies. Huh. Are oh, she so cute? I'm gonna make me a baby with a white woman. <laughs> Amazing. So we're waiting to get rolling here.
1: Thirty seconds.
0: Okay. And we're supposed to be talking until app living. Left side praise. I knew I would forget you, and so I will let you blow my mind. Last night I heard for the
2: first time that song that you sing, Your Mama's Love is So Special. Right. And I just
0: bust out laughing. Oh, you heard heard it? it, Good morning. Welcome to Church. Welcome to Fellowship. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line on the YouTube channel, and Hank hey, will uh, pass on your questions or comments accordingly. All right. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. How's everybody? Well, well. Amazing. Welcome. You know, I was thinking over the weekend, there's so many that that sad things that has happened lately in our country. But I think the most saddest thing, maybe it's number two under this, the saddest thing is what has happened to men. When I was growing up, it was a given without even thinking about it. And and it seemed that every adult knew about it. That you teach the boy how to be responsible as far as working and taking care of himself. Growing up, you t- make sure he works and be responsible. And when he become of age, 18, it was a given, without thinking about it, that he had to leave home. Now, the girl, they were a little more lenient with the girl because they figured that she needed to wait until her husband would come and get her, right? But nowadays, ladies, don't wait because about ain't, ain't no man coming for you. The guys are so weak, you might as well go leave mama and make your own life. But it was a given that when you turned 18, you were out. Growing up, I don't, now I may think of someone later, right? but I can't think of one guy that I knew in my family or went to school with or friends that when they turned 18, they were not out of their home, whether going to college, And college wasn't a popular thing at that time. Mostly just moving out, getting a job. And they gave us, they prepared us for our career by teaching us to work. A career wasn't defined as a doctor or a lawyer. It was just a job is a career. Because as long as you can work, you have food on your table. And so it was a given that when we turned 18, that we would have to leave and our parents were not afraid what's going to happen. Lord, my baby, how will my baby make it? They didn't care. Well, I don't know if they cared, but they were were not concerned if you were killed out there on the first day. If you left home at 18 and at midnight you were dead, he didn't make it. He did. (laughs) (laughs) I raised that boy to be a man, but he didn't make it after 18. And it was just a given. It was just, I left home at 18, I know a whole bunch of other people, so I'm not bragging because it was a common thing. And I moved out to, where did I go? I went from Alabama, because I didn't know where I was going. But I knew I wanted to come to California. So I went to Indiana, got me a job for two weeks at Inland Steel. And I was working, it was the hardest, Dirtiest job I ever had. It was I would rather go back to Alabama and pick cotton, plow the mule, but I did it for two weeks only. And on the second week, I got my paycheck and I quit. <laughs> and I moved to California, and at 18, and and I was here maybe about a week or two, and I got a job at a supermarket. But I wasn't thinking about life being hard or difficult at all, even though I was getting several jobs, moving to several apartments, uh, just kind of living the life, you know, living in Roach's Hotel. And I never thought, maybe once I may have thought of going home, and I'm saying that just in case, but I never thought about going home. I remember, remember how you used to hitchh- hitchhike if you didn't have a car, you can catch a ride doing this on the road. I used to hitchhike all the time, to, because I went to L.A. City College for one week for a, one primary purpose, and that wasn't to get an education. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a white girl, but uh, and then I got the white girl, and then I stopped college. Isn't that crazy? The one class that I took was law. I took a law class there. And it was the best class I ever had. I loved the law because I liked debating the, the different cases and stuff like that And as a lawyer. Would do. But anyway, so I went through so many stages of things. I met, when I, was, I met some weird people hitchhiking, but it was just weird people. They let me out the car when I got to my destination, right? And so I went through a different job, different situation, had tons of women, just did it all and I never thought about life being hard. I never thought I had to go back home to mama because the economy is bad and I ain't going to be able to pay my rent. I would get two jobs if I needed it. I ended up on welfare one time and I did that only because they told me that I was smoking weed then and they said that if you're black you 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 don't have to work if you smoke weed. They really told me that, and I was in my 20s, and so I I went and signed up for a welfare check, and they gave me a $100 food stamp, $300 cash, and at that time, I owned a home. I already owned my home at the time, you know something? They didn't care. As long as I said, I was black, and I was high. And then I got all kinds of free medical care, and I would take the welfare money and pay my house note. Because the house note was $300. A month. A, a section 8?
3: Mm hmm. Are
0: you Section 8? It was called something else for guys. It a
3: voucher oh, I don't
0: know. I forgot what it was called. But um, so I had gotten this home, it was $300. It was a very nice home in the Jewish community. So you know it was nice. <laughs> it was in the West LA area, not far from here. And I would. I bought the house with no money, and then I would pay the note. I would make sure that we got, I have food in the refrigerator, rent paid on a, on that weekend, so I could get high all weekend, invite all my friends over, and we parted. And when I woke up, I had food in the refrigerator. I didn't do like the heads do now. They don't think to buy food first and pay their rent. But the, the point I'm making is that, oh, I remember I sold my house. The first thing I bought was a 280Z. Uh, nice. A sharp red 280Z. And I did that for the women. You know what I mean? The point is, I was so young living my life. And the sad thing is, is that the mamas are keeping the sons down today by keeping them at home and giving them a reason to stay at home. Oh, you need to save money. My parents put me out I didn't have no money. I caught a ride up to Indiana from a family member that was going back up there. They didn't say, oh, stay here and save money so you can move. They had already warned me that I was moving <laughs> at 18. They gave me the notice. That 18, you move it out. And so but the parents today they have destroyed the young men. You're not supposed to tell your son to stay home and save money. You tell your son because life is not about money. Life is about especially for guys, but not only. Life is about conquering the world, meaning being tough and making it through the hard times and not complaining about them and being independent. So if you do want to get married, your wife and children will be fine because you've already dealt with life. Life is not just about money. It's about the ups and the downs. It's about the mistakes you make and learn from them. It's about if you have to live on the street, live on the street. It's not about, it's not just about making money. that makes sense? And for men, it was a given that we're supposed to be tough, not all emotional, not all afraid, not those things. You're not supposed to be that. It's abnormal. How will the world be, and not a man, how will the world be if the men continue to be like women? Weaker than the woman now. It ain't nothing for a man to be weak now. I um let me see, should I use this story or not? I know several men in their sixties. And some of them still live with mama. Oh God. And I can honestly tell you they hate their mothers because they blame her for everything now. But they hate her so much. They hate their mother so much they can't get away from them because the hatred makes them feel guilty if they have to leave, if they should leave. And the guilt, and mama's not going to tell them, don't feel guilty. She's like, no, you're doing fine, stay home. And the mother would encourage the daughters to get married and move or to move before she would decide. son now. Um, I know of several cases, y'all don't know these people, so relax your mind. <laughs> they're in a foreign land. One of the people, their mother aspired, and this person is like 61 now, this man is 61. The mother died and they're so wiped out that all they do now is get drunk. They won't even go get a job. They keep asking me for a job. Like, oh, if you have something for me to do, let me know. I'm like, did you go out of love? Oh, no. I'm like, well, I, I'm not gonna give you a job as long as you're not looking. And they're like, well, you can pay me under the table. <laughs> I ain't heard that term in so long. Do y'all know what it means? Pay me under the table. Yes. It used to be a really black thing to do.
4: <laughs>
0: what does it mean, Raymond?
5: It means you can pay somebody without declaring you paid
0: them. Yeah, pay them cash so they don't have to pay taxes. Isn't that crazy? I haven't heard that. I'm like, pay you under the table. What you mean? But I'm like, why don't you look? Oh, I just can't do it. I'm depressed. I just can't leave the house to look for a job. I, I, and I said, you don't have to leave the house. Nowadays they go on the internet and they do it. Oh, I know. But I want to get paid under the table. Uh, ladies, le- set your sons free. If you love your sons, you will set them free at 18, but no later than 19. And don't, don't be talking about the economy as bad. Get two jobs. A guy can work two or three jobs. He ain't doing nothing else but getting hired on the cell phone. And guys, don't let your mama keep you at home. A mother that keeps the child at home after 18, don't love them. It's all for her personal ego feelings. Really, you don't love your sons. And I'm not talking about the daughters, but nowadays because the daughters are becoming the men, you may have to get out there and go look for your husband. Once you get a job, go back home to mama, when their mama and get the husband and bring him home. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, another thing I know, men, as of this day, don't put your problems on the internet. That's not a manly thing to do. Let the women do, it, and ladies, I wouldn't do it either. By y'all, but let the ladies do it, men. Don't you do what the ladies, the men put their stuff on the internet, just like the woman. That's stop it. Do you know when I was growing up? And I still don't do it. I would never put my I, never, I remember um, when I left Alabama, I had a girlfriend and she wanted me to write her She's like, make sure you write me a letter. I was like, all right. I never wrote a letter. Never wrote a letter. Because I didn't think I should be putting my stuff on the paper, I love you on paper. Because as soon as she get mad at me, she got the proof that I said I love her. <laughs> I become the president, the first thing she's going to do is go on CBS and talk about He said he loved me. Men, it's abnormal. Don't do it. How many guys have already put your stuff on the internet?
3: (laughs) Don't be ashamed. Not love
0: stuff. See that? Don't put no stuff. (laughs) Do not share your stuff with a woman, and do not share with a weak man. Because with a weak man, it's the same as sharing. It ain't that important to be telling it anyway. Really. The heart, the human heart is wicked, is evil, and they'll use it against you. They can't help it. So guys, don't y'all do it. Let the women do it, but don't y'all do it. All right? And leave home. Go out there and make it. Make your life happen in the physical sense. That makes sense? And your mama don't love you, My mama don't like you. And your mama don't love you, she's keeping you at home after 18. She doesn't love you. She's telling you I don't love you. I don't believe you can make it stay home. Be tough. Take the bumps and the grinds and the bumps and the grind. And don't think that this is too hard. Life is too hard. Life is not hard at all. Unless you think that it is. I wasn't thinking that life was tough. That make sense? Don't be afraid. Just get out there and live. And if you die, you're dead. If you don't die, you're alive. (laughs) That makes sense, yeah? It's not we need the world to to rotate. And it's the men who make the world rotate. God and Christ. Christ in man, man over woman, and woman over children. And stop putting your, telling women and everybody the stuff you go through. They can't do anything about it. They need to know that you are strong. All right? But anyway, to the mothers, let your sons go. They're not your husbands. They're not your boyfriends. Stop using them for your emotional needs. All right? Love them enough to set them free. My grandmother never checked on me when I allowed. She didn't call one time. My mother didn't call one time, and I wasn't expecting to call. I ain't know you're supposed to call them, and I didn't know Mama's supposed to be calling you. All this is new, and the world is getting weaker. All right, so smoke on it. Because I know a lot of guys who are suffering now because they've been held back by their mothers, and then the father, some of these guys are fathers in the home, and the father didn't do anything about it. Ain't no way my grandfather would allow me to sit up in the house and not be busy doing something that's more working around the house or, or doing something. And then when I turned 18, he was gonna be satisfied with me staying home. That wasn't gonna happen. He would've beat me, my grandmother, and the cat, the dog, he would've beat us all at the same time. <laughs> you get out of here. You got to be tough in life. It's okay to be a man, to be tough in life. All right? It's okay. Anyway, just would the record, because I'm hearing all these sad stories. And when I say sad, I don't feel sad about it. But it's just sad what's happening to the order of God. That's what's sad about it. Because you give room to the devil, and the devil is winning. The devil wants the man to be weak. And he wants to pretend that the woman is stronger than the man. Because he knows it's not true. And That's why the men are under attack. And if you do get married or you make a baby out of wedlock, if the woman leaves or want to doesn't want you to see your child or children, number one, know you're dealing with an evil woman. Because any woman that was destroy the child just to destroy you is evil. So if she doesn't don't want you to see the child, okay, bye, you can have the baby. Don't cut the baby in half. Don't be so attached to the baby that you can't function. That's not love. Love is not a feeling. That's ego. And you call it love. Oh, I'm so afraid. And I've been through that. I have went through that with my son when he was little. I, w- I was so hurt, I didn't think I was going to make it in life. But it was all ego. It wasn't real. But I thought it was real. That's not love. Love doesn't hurt. And you don't have to make anything work. Life works on its own. You can't make a relationship work. Ladies and guys, if the relationship is not working naturally, it ain't working. You can't make it work. So just say to the woman or the man, okay, this thing ain't working, I'm out of here, bye. And go work on your life. Don't make life so complicated by trying to make life work. You can't make life work. Life happens naturally. It really will happen on its own, it'll be amazing and greater than what you can even imagine. You don't know what you want and you don't know what you need. The only thing you know you need in a practical sense, you want a house to live in, you want a job, you want some food on the table, and that's it. And a car to drive. And that's it. Practical stuff. Take a vacation once in a while. But other than that, life works on its own. You don't have to go to college for it. You need to go inside for that. All right? Anyway, yes sir. It's just fool for so, thought.
6: So, earlier you were, uh, the story that you said that your grandfather would have beat your grandmother, the cat and the dog, if he found out that, you know, so, is, it's, so it's okay to beat your kids, right? No, I
0: was just joking about that. No, no I have uh, mercy. No, but... Uh, no, that was a joke.
6: Oh. Yeah, that but, was uh, and
0: Satan tells him, oh, it's okay to beat your kids.
6: So, so do you believe it's okay to, to spank the kids like they did in the old days?
0: If, if you're not angry. Mm-hmm. If the parent but is not angry, it'll work, but if the parent is angry, it's not going to work.
6: Do it, but tell them why you did it, right? No, I beat the hell out of you because I had nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, but I think, you know, the main I was reason mad. why... I think the main reason why all these young kids are out of control <clears throat> in the streets, you know, doing stuff, they don't fear the parents. They don't, they're not, if they don't fear the parents or they don't uh, fear the law of their own house, How are they going to fear the law outside the house? They don't even fear the law outside.
0: That's an (laughs) interesting statement. How many people agree with that? Only two? Three? One doing like this. (laughs) (laughs) Only three people agree with that? Repeat what you said. If they don't, what?
6: If they don't fear the law in their house, how are they going to fear the law outside the house?
0: Okay. How many people agree with that? we're doing this one two three four five okay let's do this six I was, you had your hand up okay tell me why you agree with that long service short because of time
7: if it's not in the home so you could turn the mic if it's not learned at home
0: do you hear on the speaker right into the mic and, and speak up if it's not learned at home then it's
7: not going to be learned oh okay father and, father doesn't teach it if what if the father doesn't teach it or then it's not learned
0: okay and, and you you halfway agree with that why do you halfway agree with
8: it well it makes sense but uh, what
0: makes sense about that
8: where where would they learn any sense of respect for anything if they
0: can't respect the elders who are I mean as your parent you're not the one supposedly not or I'm not the one trying to
8: con my kids anything or trick them anything I'm just like do things the right way but at the outside world anyone telling them something it, it could be trying to be influence them so okay I mean
0: so if they they're not even listening to you when you're the one looking out for them and
8: they're listening to these other influences or or
0: they just i don't know okay say, uh, right here you agree with that statement am i right
1: uh, you're right i okay. do agree with it because uh if your household is uh it's the first thing you're going to experience it's literally your world it is your reality and if if your parents can't do just things like correct you when you're wrong especially from the father. You probably won't be able to hear it from, from the outside world either, so it will just magnify it in the outside world. Should the parent whoop the child? Uh, the, the father. The I mean, father should whoop the child? Because sometimes I think you can see when, when the devil needs a spanking, so if you're not mad, you can see, okay, I need to hit, so the devil flee. You know, He'll, he'll flee out of fear. That's why what I believe, but... If you're angry, I imagine it'll be just, that's an unjust beating, and then you start resenting the beating, and then you'll go go okay. around school beating people. You agree with that statement, and why?
9: I'd have to agree with a little bit what he said. Everything does start at the home, because I remember when I would get in trouble, or even just mildly get in trouble, I would just remember my dad's lightning voice, and it would just correct everything. Even now, and I'm out the house, so uh, you still
0: you still tremble at your father's voice even now.
9: Even now, even if I even get into a little, just a little, a little slip up of just anything, I think it's important to
10: establish that foundation with children at, at the house.
0: And so you, he was saying that the parents should teach the kids. That right? Yes. Okay. And you agree with it? I do. I love that Southern, made me want to move out to Alabama. And <laughs> that Southern accent, huh? Nice. Yes.
11: I do, uh, because our f- parents are our first figures of authority, So, which is why many of us connect our relationship to God with our relationship with our physical fathers. And, and so, I'm sure we've all seen that child who misbehaves outside of the home. I know I've seen it, and even as a child, I would see that and wonder, how in the world is that child getting away with that? You know, I could never
0: do that. Okay. And you believe that the parents who whoop the child sometimes? Spent yes. the child. You do? do. Mm-hmm. A- and why?
11: Because um, I... Th- why do I believe that? <clears throat> well, that scripture comes to mind um, spoil, spare the rod, spoil the child. Um, I believe that if it's done, my siblings were whipped. I, I was. I one time for me, and I learned never to be disobedient because I didn't. I didn't like that feeling. Um, but they grew up fine, and every friend, you know, back in the day, you know, my friends all endured that, and they've all grown up to be. You know, successful, contributing members of society, and I oh. believe, and I agree with what you say, that as long as there is no anger attached to it, I, I believe it's, it's
0: okay. Amazing. Who had the hand over here, Raymond? Mm-hmm. You believe that that what you said about what's happening with the kids outside because of what's happening not happening at home?
5: It must be understood that a child is born with an ego. And unless uh, uh, the, par- uh, the parent's responsibility to show, lim- uh, show the limits of what a child can or cannot do in the household, only then will a child begin to do the one thing he should uh, should start, uh, start doing that makes him an adult, learn to respect himself or herself.
0: How does a parent show you the limit of what you can and cannot do?
5: But, uh by ch- uh, by putting down the law, uh, the uh, showing that he's uh, that the parent must show that he or she is a law uh, law in the household. As for as discipline, for it's a if discipline is necessary, so be it. As long as it's done dispassionately, without any anger.
0: Uh, well, I'm scared of you already. <laughs> I'm glad you ain't my daddy. Dispassionately. <laughs> Thank you, Raymond. Yes, sir. You agree with that statement, right? I saw your hair, right? Okay. Yes. Um, and why that, do you agree with it? What's that? Why do you agree with that statement?
7: I think there has to be a authority established, um, a sense of respect for people, and especially uh, elders. I'm not sure if I'm talking to you. Close. You said um, what? I think, like, for example, the new generation, I, I see like Gen Zs or whatever. Um, they don't have a sense of a, uh, a respect for authority at all. Not even to just, you walk down the street, you cross, they don't even think to, to speak or to you know, acknowledge anyone. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from the lack of fathers. I watch the news a lot, and I'm seeing a lot of kids who don't have father figures. Uh, and then you look on the, the reporter, they ask people around, and it's always just the mother, or the auntie, or the grandma Never a father,
2: okay. so I think
7: that's a big problem. But I do think also that punishment or discipline could be taken too far, um, and then the the kid will react the opposite way, you know. So, well, like he was saying, Raymond, you know, you can't, in my opinion, uh, you can't um, you can't do it in anger or passionately or whatever. You have to. There's got to be a purpose to it.
0: Interesting. Who don't agree with that statement? Oh. All these, these don'ts? Oh, you a don't? Why don't you agree with it?
2: Nick. Um, I'm not going to judge a parent that spanks their kid, because um, honestly, they might. if they did that, they might. we might have a little bit more decency, because spanking the kid, laying down the law in the home is the same way the government Controls the people through consequences and rewards so I'm not gonna like I said I'm not gonna judge a family that does that because that's just how the world is but f- I, I can't get past this I can't get past this fear is not love so ruling by fear that's just fake it's just false it's a false authority
0: and um, I think we see a lot of issues come out of that too so. Interesting. And you, Jesse, you have, you don't agree with that as a statement, and, and why don't you agree with it?
9: Um, Nick just said it. it. I don't see that there's um, real authority in fear, R- like ruling that way with like a, a hard fist like that doesn't reap like true proper results. It's, it seems to push it in the other direction. It's a false authority. Um, oh, okay. There's like in real love, whatever that's supposed to look like. I just don't think fear has anything to do with that.
0: Did your parents ever spank you or, or smack you?
9: A couple times, yes.
0: And did you fear them as a result?
9: No. It was for me it was simply I just had respect for my father and I understood that despite getting spanked a couple times, it wasn't out of anger. I knew that as a kid. I knew that what was happening was purely disciplinary and I didn't hold it against him. Oh, okay. So, it's it's about I think in my opinion, how I see it, it's it's having that respect for your father. I always respected him, I never feared him necessarily, but um, I always knew that that was a, a man who who did what he had to, to keep his family in line, and that was pretty much the extent of it.
0: And so, I, I don't like doing ifs, but just for the fun mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. will you, if you ever get married, have children, will you spank your kids?
9: I can't see into the future, but no.
0: Right, No, oh, like, you will not.
9: I don't see myself doing it like that.
0: Would you let your daddy spank them?
9: If he sees that he has to, then I'm not gonna get involved.
0: And you just be quiet, won't say stop.
9: I mean if in this if if he's like throwing the kid around that'd be a different story, but
0: but the kids uh, will grow up. I hate my mama too. My mama saw my daddy beat me and she didn't say a word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
9: No, it's just I think um, in real authority and in trying to do your best to, to keep that order in line. If you're paying attention to yourself in in the midst of being uh, trying to discipline your kid in the proper way, you wouldn't see yourself get out of control like that. I
0: don't oh, know. okay. And you disagree with that, too? And why?
3: Um, I disagree because if I'm... I, it was said that you disagree with what
0: he said about correct? Spanking. Yes. Okay. Well,
3: not so much the spanking, not just spanking but. but the idea that if it doesn't come from the home, it's not going to come from nowhere. Right. I completely disagree, and especially in broken families. It's all too easy for the children to identify outside the house. Right. And then all they're getting is from outside the home right underneath the parents. So the idea that it's if it's not coming from the parents, they're not going to get it completely false. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yes, as far as I can tell.
0: Yeah. So what I want to do, I want to table this for now. <laughs> I don't want to do the whole meeting with this, but it's so interesting, I would like to pick it up at another time. I'm looking at the clock here, and I, I want to get to something else, but very, very interesting. Okay, I'll give you the last word on it for now. I saw this area a while back.
7: Thank you. Um just, just want to, just want to get, what you, uh, get your opinion or thought on this. Um, about, well, the parents, they discipline, but it comes from the mother instead of the father.
0: That's, that's one of the primary problems. Okay. It shouldn't come from the mother. It should come from the father. Because the father is more likely, not the weak men today, they're as emotional as the woman is today, but in the good old days, if the father did it, it was without, it was without the anger. And he didn't have to beat you all day like, the yep. mama got to beat you all day.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I make, and the wait. father give you one smack, it's done. Yeah.
7: <laughs> when I was a kid, my father, he beat me one time with a big belt. It's like a weightlifting belt. <laughs> I'll never forget that. See? that was, yeah, that was the only time he ever did it. And I think at that time, I knew what I did was wrong. They already told me. But from then on out, my mother she would always do all the discipline, and and she was very emotional about it. Yeah, you know,
0: absolutely. And I think it it created a sense of fear. Absolutely, it does. Wow, I have to table this though. (laughs) We'll pick it up. I gotta do this and get some responses from this. Um, Amazing feedback though. Uh, Thank you for making that statement, man. So. I'm going to make this statement, and I want the first, I want you to respond to it first, and, the, uh, and I want you to res- respond to it, right, but first I want you to respond to it, and I want you and the young lady in the pink to ask her a question about what she said, says about this statement. All right, we go fellowship up in here. <laughs> this ain't church. Uh, so I want you to respond to this. Your wrong thoughts create your wrong world. Your wrong thoughts create your wrong world. What do you think about that?
12: Um, I think it's a statement. Um, I think there's truths. I think it's at the center of a lot of pain and fear. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. It's such a a practical, it's like a statement that's, it just makes sense.
0: In what way does it make sense?
12: Um, Oh, but then we, (laughs) I was going to say cause and effect, but we've already had this kind of talk about cause and effect. So, um, I don't know what <laughs> am I supposed to like think about this one first? I have no idea. I really don't. I, I truly do not because the statement is so simple, so practical that I don't. Am I supposed to oppose it? Am I supposed to say that doesn't make any sense? That's a that's a false. That's a lie. I don't know. I guess I'm looking for what you want me to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Talk about being in thoughts, huh? <laughs> A thousand percent. A thousand percent what?
12: That. That is true. Oh, I, there's okay. a lot of thoughts. As soon as you ask the question, I'm like, well, what is this for? Why is he asking this? Yeah. What does he want?
0: Amazing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Ask her a question about what she just said.
12: Can
9: you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit different.
0: <laughs> Did you hear what she said?
9: Yeah, she said she doesn't really know. And can you repeat that question? You said your wrong thoughts.
0: Your wrong thoughts. Your wrong thought create your wrong world.
9: Why got it. do your wrong thoughts <laughs> she got it. create got your wrong
0: it. World? Oh. <laughs> Go ahead.
9: My question is why.
0: So you respond to what she said. Oh, what so you're asking her why? Yeah. Okay, go ahead.
12: I got it. Um, I think I got it, because like I said, I'm, I was trying to gauge what you wanted me to say, but I came, with, I came up with it on my own when I heard it again, that those thoughts are not mine to, to own, um, but they live inside of me. So I understand where they come from, but they're not necessarily my thoughts.
0: Okay. Do you have another question for her? Because I can go to the next person that's going <laughs> to ask her a question. <laughs> No, you can pass it. Uh, Okay, ask her a question about what she said. Is this fun? No.
3: (laughs) No? Uh, She said a lot, she said a lot, but my question was how do you dissect your pain without using your emotion? Like how do you dissect the pain you're feeling without using emotion to dissect the pain? I don't know, does that make sense?
12: Um, sure, because I can feel pain without being in the moment or the emotions. Yeah, I think it's the, I think it's thoughts. I think it's memory. I think um, we all, once we felt pain, we remember what it feels like. So I guess, does that answer, why do I feel like we're in the land of, (laughs) like this weird place that we're in. I have no idea. What door did you open? (laughs) It's strange. It's a little strange in here.
0: Okay. Nice. (laughs) So right here, I want you to respond to this question. And the guy in the gray shirt gonna ask you a question about whatever you say. He has a question about it. Also, the young lady in the black, she has a question about what you're gonna say. Your thoughts create your wrong world. Um, I
10: guess I agree with that statement, but disagree at the same time. So from what I've gathered from things that he's told me, from that he's heard from you. This
0: is your first time here? Yeah. Oh, it is.
10: Is that your thoughts aren't you. You aren't your thoughts. Um, But if you're allowing these thoughts that are coming into your head to create your world, then that's what you're choosing to allow to happen within you. But if you reject those thoughts, then it's not going to create a wrong world. You'll just be living instead of existing in these thoughts that aren't you. So,
0: okay. kind of answer. Did y'all hear her? Did you ask me if that the right answer?
10: No, I said, does that kind of complete the answer? Does it what? Does that complete the answer for you?
0: Oh, don't ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> you about to get questions.
10: <laughs> well, I'm done answering that then.
0: Okay. Ask her a question about what she said. So I, n- I noticed that
2: you mentioned that you had heard this concept of your thoughts not being your own before. But had you actually thought about it before? Is this your boyfriend or your husband?
0: You don't need to know a business. Okay, whatever what the status is. You sound like Joel. What's her you name? <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> He tried to get the digits. <laughs> no, I'm playing. He married. I
2: got you, Joel. I'm getting it for him.
0: <laughs> what's, your, what's her name? What's your name? What's your name? So <laughs> Can't answer a question until you know the full name. And you're on Instagram. Why is he saying you, it? But go, go ahead. So had you actually thought about
2: uh, that before you heard from him yes you had and you thought about this concept before and what what was your conclusion
10: um, I'm still making my conclusion
2: okay so you haven't really necessarily saw it all the way out for yourself yet that the thoughts are not yours
10: no because I'm trying to uh, accept that myself that my thoughts aren't me because I do allow my thoughts to take control of me yeah. and then I realize oh this isn't actually me these are just thoughts and okay. at the end
2: there, you were saying that... Uh, Not Jesse- the whole time. Yeah.
0: Just one more question, man. Lord yeah. have mercy.
2: At the at the end, you, you said that um, you were thinking what Jesse wanted. Did you kind of get caught up into what you thought he wanted you to say as opposed to just answering it?
10: I think I got caught in my nervousness right now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Nice. Ask asked her a question about what she said. Do you remember what she said? Yes. Okay.
9: I guess my question would be, why do you think
10: people tend to invest in their thoughts? That's a good one. I think people tend to invest in their thoughts because if you're not, if you're like neurotic, if you're um, depressed, if you're like have an empty mind, don't they say empty mind is the devil's playground? Mm -hmm you allow these thoughts to lie to you and then you adapt those thoughts as your personality and your identity. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's people who just are just letting these thoughts ruminate and run in their head. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I've thought my anger is me, but I'm not. So I think it's just understanding that thoughts aren't. I mean, for me, like, yes, I'm having a hard time still accepting it. and i've heard it before he's told me it before i've heard like the videos he's played from jesse um that you aren't your thoughts and i think that it's just something that people have to start but if you i don't know because then you will go through this whole like if you start to understand that your thoughts aren't your own isn't that a thought within itself so it's <laughs> like this whole convoluted thing but i think people take their thoughts as their identity and personality and um to be told you aren't your thought is scary because it's told you don't have an identity And to them, I think. That's how I, s- that's my thought. But maybe it's not actually a thought. Maybe it's the reality that I've, I've understood that I've taken my thoughts and thought they were my identity. But when I was uh, challenged and questioned and told, no, you're not your thought, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is scary.
0: <laughs> Sound familiar, huh? She thought her thought was her identity too. Before we move on, do you have questions? What's your first name?
10: My name? Karina.
0: Karina, you have any questions about anything before I move on with this?
10: I mean, can I ask you how you interpret that? Interpret what? The question you had originally asked.
0: Yes, I'm going to get to that Um, in a minute. Absolutely. How did you find out about us?
4: Joshua.
0: Oh, all right on. Um, so let me ask this. How many people believe that your thoughts create your own wrong world? Nobody over here believe it, right? Okay. So you believe it, James? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let me see again your thoughts. Who believe that? Oh, okay. So I want the young lady in the black to tell me how does her thoughts create her own wrong world? And I want this young man to tell me how does his thought, uh, did you have your hand? Yes. Sir. Create his own wrong world. And I want the young lady, remember this because I'm black and slow and I forget. I want you to uh, respond to what he says. And I want you to respond to what the young lady behind you say about it. How does your thoughts create your own wrong world?
13: My thoughts are constantly trying to control, right? So, the other... Last week I went on a date and my thoughts instantly started, you know, projecting and wanting to take control of the outcome rather than just be aware, observe, and see how it's playing itself out. And whenever I start to listen to my thoughts... I become fake because I start to kind of mold myself and adjust myself to the direction my thoughts want to go, rather than just sit there, observe and yeah. And let itself play play itself out. And whenever I listen to my thoughts, <laughs> yeah. You start to manipulate and it creates a false reality in a way.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Ask her a question about... Oh, right here. You got in the back, right there. Ask her a question about what she said. Hmm. Good
14: question. Um, do you think that... So, for example, like you said, you went on a date. Um, do you think that if you keep... The fact that you caught it, I think, is amazing. And this is not really a question, but... I'm trying to make it a question. Um, Do you think that it will get easier if you keep being aware of keeping your mind with your body and the fact that you caught yourself um, seeing that your mind was kind of, and your thoughts was um, changing what you thought might be the outcome?
13: Absolutely, because as Jesse says, you become a living witness to it and Mm. Yeah, because the thoughts will always try to... You haven't slept, say you didn't sleep well. And in the morning your thoughts are running all crazy and you start listening to your thoughts. And then you have a night of good sleep and you feel like you have less thoughts. And what if you would have gone all these different directions that your thoughts were telling you, instead of just observing them? And sometimes you have a lot of thoughts and that's okay it's not about not having thoughts, but to be aware of them and be disciplined enough to not act on it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and the more you do it, the the easier it becomes, yeah.
0: Let me ask this, uh, I want to know, as you're on this date, and you have any thoughts about how things should be going? And as a result of not giving in to them, how did the date go? It wasn't on you, and was it different than other days?
13: Yeah, because uh, we were going to this concert, and I got tickets as well. And first I thought, oh, I'm gonna invite him. But in my meditation, I was like, no, I'm gonna let him take the lead. So after my meditation, I had a message that said, hey, you want to go to this concert? I was like, okay, interesting. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just not going to take the lead and just see what happens. And also, you know, as a woman, give him space to lead and to be a man. And yeah, it was very, I was like, okay, this is going well. Because when I also gave him the space... You know, it came very naturally to him to, to take the lead, and, um, yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> you had a hand for her? You had your hand up for her? Okay. Yeah, I'm coming to him in a minute. I saw a hand about what she said.
12: Well, so you said that <clears throat> the wrong thoughts kind of could have led you in a certain way on your date. What is it? Is there a right thought? or is it the absence of thought that makes it right?
0: Good question.
13: Well, the thought starts, you know, wants to take control over the future, right? Uh, Are we going to become something? Is he going to be my boyfriend? Do I want this? Is that going to work? And you start you know, you're not even there yet, you're just getting to know each other, right? You even lost the moment and cannot really be there truthfully, and he cannot get to know you, and even know if he wants to choose you because you're so far away, right? In the moment, and instead of just let itself play out so you can be you, and not this, yeah.
12: But
0: if, if thoughts can be wrong. Hold on a minute. But I think
12: my question is, if thoughts can be wrong, can they also be right?
0: If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right.
4: thoughts
13: can be wrong, be right? I mean, I used to be a person that I'm still thinking a lot, but I used to believe my thoughts a lot in you know setting intention and manifesting and positive thinking but if you really really believe in that you also have to believe and acknowledge the bad thoughts right and that's why I started to feel so much fear and doubt and hesitation because I believe the positive thoughts or as we label them positive right we give them we label them as good or bad um, but, yeah, it's just coming back to the awareness. So I would say, no, there are not really any good thoughts. Are there any bad thoughts? It's just thoughts, and all of them oh. are a lie, right? Because it's the same thing, because if you start believing that, you start labeling experiences as good or bad. The tree does not label an experience as good or bad, it just is. And that's what at least I wanna move away from labelling it as good or bad, just it's just a thought the same way as an experience.
12: Right. Okay. Thank
14: you.
0: You wanna to respond to that? That that what you hear was about?
14: Yeah, kinda okay. just around the topic, like um, and I've been trying to kinda of implement this in my life as well, It's just kind of being and just keeping your mind with your body and just enjoying the now and the moment. As it is at the moment, rather than trying to your thought, allowing your thoughts to well, what if this, what if that, blah, 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 you know, and just relaxing, allowing specifically in the in the date situation or the time that you spend together in, you know, <laughs> just being and just enjoying and allowing the man or the guy to lead instead of trying to con- control the outcome. So I think just oh, okay. relaxing and being in the moment and being in the present.
0: Amazing. <laughs> I'm going to respond to one of your questions in a minute. I wrote it down. Um, um, so you say you uh, you believe that your thoughts create your wrong world, right? Yes. Okay. And and, and why? And you're going to respond to him
8: or ask him a question. Yeah. Okay. I believe my thoughts create my wrong world because... Um, everything that I believed before has caused me pain and I never decided to look at that pain and and question it it was and I realized now that it was given to me and it it kept um, coming to me and I just kept accepting it and I decided that or I I then Um, Made that into my world. I just learned to accept it and never question it. And now that I am. I realize that it is not Me it's not really me. It was how old are you? 21 Amazing man deep
0: Uh, Ask him a question about what he said
11: So you mentioned how your thoughts brought you pain? The thoughts that were painful, so what about thoughts that you've had that brought you joy, what about those thoughts do you consider those to be what are your what is your perspective on that
8: um, I also started looking at those and looked at why I would get happy during certain times or uh, excited and I realized that um, those were also given to me mm. and um, I never really thought about why those things get uh, made me happy or excited or um, glad, and um, the more I look at them, the more I start to see how many thoughts come through my head that are being given to me and not from myself. That's amazing.
11: Well, what, can I just ask one more question? Yes. This is it. Um, when when you say given to you, what do you mean? Like given to you from where? Um,
8: from this. St- Thing that made a home in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize now that I don't create my own thoughts because ever since I was little, I was taught things, mm-hmm. and I guess it's the the thing that made a home in other people that taught me those things through them. We can go, go home now.
11: Home? I know for sure. <laughs>
8: Let's do the
0: offering and go home. <laughs> amazing man can
11: I just ask one last this is really the last one seriously
8: yeah right
11: (laughs) seriously (laughs) but like did you discover that before you encountered this or did you
8: I always had a um, feeling about it Um, I would always question myself why am I overreacting over some things or why am I feeling a certain way about a certain thing but I never really had a solid um, a solid idea of what could be making me doing, uh, feel those things about those certain things. And um, I recently uh, forgave my mother and um, for, for um, giving me that spirit. And um, it made me realize that letting go of those things is what's truly me. Um, and those things that make me happy, or sad, or angry, or upset, or disappointment, um, or lonely, um, those were things that I believed that um, from from things that were from the devil, I
4: guess.
0: Amazing. Everybody think, oh, we down with me. That's deep, right on, man. Is this your first time here? yes what's your first name
8: Adrian
0: welcome man stay with it stay with it stay with it stay with it All right. that's amazing Um, I don't know where to go with this now (laughs) (laughs) oh let me do this and then I want to respond to your question don't forget it and other new people questions Um, let's go with the biblical questions from last week Uh, who know what the biblical question is from last week. Okay. You don't know the biblical one? I do. Oh, okay. I don't know how you phrased it, but yeah. Okay. Uh, the guy in the gray shirt. What is the boomerang in your life?
15: Um, so uh, after reflecting, I found out that my I am the boomerang. <laughs> That's the truth. I, I, first of all, I say I have no boomerang. There's nothing I throw and it keeps coming back. And then I find out that I act like it, like a boomerang. Like I keep coming back to the same place. And uh, I, I've actually, I saw it today after after doing the silent prayer. Suddenly, what about the biblical question?
0: And that's the conclusion. Are you able to give an example of a boomerang in your life and, and that you are your boomerang? Yeah, first of all,
15: the, the fact that, that there is nothing that I can say that is a boomerang in my life. That's first. The second, of, I keep finding myself back to the same place I start, you know, if I want, okay, now I'm going to a new way, and this is what I want, I study a new thing, and then I find myself three years after the same spot, and, uh, oh, okay, now, I, now this is it, I found my passion, or I found whatever I like, I start a new job, and from now on, this life would be perfect, and then, one year after, I find myself the same place, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
15: I say, it's perfect for the question. I'm the boomerang. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. What that's can I What? It's weird, but that's what
0: it is. for Yeah. Me. Um, who else here? Who? who th- oh, okay. What's the uh, the young lady in the black with the glasses? What? Your, what's the boomerang in your life?
9: I'll just say my health journey,
10: you know, like I'll say I want to eat healthy, or I want to work out, or I want to exercise, and I have been getting healthier, but like uh, very slowly, you know, so I do want to pick up the pace, yeah, so I want to do like a 21 day water fast, (laughs) and yeah, so I'll do that, (laughs) so (laughs) I'm going to do that soon, I already
0: bought it. Are you on a water fast right now?
10: No. I, well, it has to be supervised. It's going to be
9: in Costa Rica. Oh. I actually forgot about it, but I've been wanting to do that for years, and I finally remember it again. So I, I like that boomerang, because I forget a lot of <laughs> things, so I like when the
10: boomerang comes back that I remember again.
0: What the... I don't know. Okay. The young man in the back, behind you. What's the boomerang in your life?
3: Uh, Just uh, thoughts in general. Um, yeah, when I'm practicing the silent prayer, then, uh, yeah, it's easier just to let the thoughts pass, and then when I don't, then uh, it's easier to get caught up in them, just uh, distracted by them.
0: Oh, okay. Amazing. Who else, oh, what's a boomerang in your life?
11: Okay, well, I I think I, well, I interpreted the question as something I put out that comes back
0: to me. Give me an example what you mean.
11: So, (laughs) for me, it's engaging with people. That's my boomerang, and I don't mean people in my circle whom I've already bonded, but I mean strangers. Like wherever I go, I inevitably have a stranger, have an interaction with a stranger, whether it's laughing, because I love to laugh, or deep conversations about spiritual things, or someone telling me a problem, like strangers. Okay. I can give you an example of
0: a quick one. Yes, absolutely.
11: Like I was in a, in a clothing store the other day, and there was a mother with two children, three and one. And the one-year-old and I, I, I sat there feeling like I know that spirit because he and I, engaged, like I would say things to him, and he would respond in gibberish. And we just had this awesome interaction. It was so spiritual and deep to me. And he even signaled for me to, to pick him up and take him home. Well, pick him up. I don't know if I'll take him home. But, um, <laughs> but it was just so, right, right. It was such a cool, it's, from a spiritual pers- perspective, it, it was such a, a meaningful exchange. And I, I have that all the, all the time. with okay.
0: people. Amazing. Um, what's the boomerang in your life? And then I come to you, I see your hand.
3: Uh, I would say it was anger. I used to like, try to prove myself to certain people, especially like my mother, I want like. Like your, your brother? Like no, nah, my mom, oh, like, okay. I want to like, make her proud in certain ways. And I would use my anger to, you know, get what I want. And it would usually work, but uh, I know this anger, it doesn't really work when you want to like, live a good life, because uh, it's always going to come back as like guilt and I don't want to feel that guilt no more. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I feel like anger was, and then I forgave her, and then it kind of went away, like the anger and stuff. So. Yeah. So you went to your mother, forgave her. Yeah. Was it hard to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm trembling right now talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. It was good, though. It was it was it was good for me, and it was good for her, cause I I was kind of a mirror for. her. Um, I don't think she had a man in her life that, you know, told her the truth about herself. Uh, yeah. So, it, it was cool to uh, to go through that. Nice. And how did she react to it? Uh, usually, like when we get into arguments, she would like argue, argue back, try to fight back. But she can tell in my eyes I was I was serious and I was like I was true about it, um, forgiving her and wanted to, you know, just become my own man. Like I don't yeah. want to live like that. So if I do it for her. I could be able to do it from you know my brother and my little sister that, you know, needs that kind of figure in her life. Yeah. Amazing. How old are you? 21. Right on,
0: man. Nice. Yeah. Hey, he black. <laughs> he dealt with a black mama. That ain't easy. I don't know which is worse. The black mama, the message mama, the Jewish mama, the Asian mama, the Chinese. They're all the same. But we all think they're different, and they're not. Amazing. Yes, ma'am.
12: So I never it was hard for me to answer this question because I was trying to decide what she had said something like when you throw a boomerang Do you want it to come back? Because I was thinking from the perspective of something that just kept coming back and I didn't want it to come back and so that was one thing and then also I was really, really asking myself this question all week. Whenever I had an extra time to, to think of something, I just couldn't come up with anything. And what's interesting is that what that gentleman said, the, the gentleman about, um, you know, these things were not his, they were given to him, and he was releasing those. It's funny because there was something inside of me that was screaming like, you're crazy. You're going to fly away. Like, you've got to have <laughs> something that grounds you, there's, there's no reason for you not to have something, you know? And that, that was what was coming inside of me. So then when you ask the question, I would say my boomerang is my identity. Yeah. And my identity is to be different. I think that my whole life, because I'm not like my sister, I'm not like my brother, I've been in environments where I just don't necessarily fit, that even when it's not organic, I look for ways to be different, incredibly, even at my own expense. You know, if if everyone's doing wrong, I want to do right. If everyone's doing right, I want to do wrong. I mean, I don't want to, but you know what I mean? Like I'm searching, that, that tends to be part of my identity is how do I make myself different in this space?
0: Right.
12: Um, and again, like I said, when he said what he said, how, there was a lot of hell going on inside of me when he said that. I was like, you are insane. I really wanted to just get up and shake him like you're going to fly away. You've got to have something to <laughs> ground you. You cannot be like that. You cannot just be out with no attachment to something. That sounds crazy. You're crazy.
0: And was it you saying that or something inside of you saying that?
12: I don't know what it was, but it's, it was a force.
0: It wasn't you.
12: It felt like me. You've asked me this before. It feels like me. It sounds like me. It, talks like I, it sounds like I talk. It, sound, it's, it sounds exactly the way I'm saying it right now.
0: Right. And was it you?
12: I want to say yes.
0: Was your mouth moving?
12: No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> so See, if, that's if,
12: what I didn't understand about what he said, because when he, for the first time when he said it, we've talked about this before, but when he said, something that was given to me yeah i was like wait a minute no you know like no it wasn't given to you this was just what life developed into like i'm arguing with this person that i don't even know and in my <laughs> mind i'm like he can't this is not real for him this is not right let me go ahead and tell your story because you're, you're getting it wrong you know um i don't know what all that was it was very weird um, because he wanted to uh, you've said this before when people want to get out of their hell there's other people that are like no you gotta stay here where are you going yeah. and that's exactly what I wanted to do for him but it seems weird because what is all of that then do I ever get out of hell then am I like now I'm scared for me because there is something inside of me that is just fighting this sorry I'm a mess
0: so sure, let me ask let me ask um, all, of, So, do you realize when that thing was talking to you about what he was saying, that that's exactly what he was talking about, that something else is inside of me. Something else made a home in me. And that's just something else he's talking about. This thing screaming and telling you, no, you got to hold on to this. You need to, something to keep your feet flat on the ground. You need some type of identity. That's exactly what he's talking about. That's not you. Have you noticed that all these years that you have not been able to, you say you've been trying hard to be different, right? Yeah. Have you noticed you have not succeeded at that yet?
4: Yeah.
0: You're no different than anybody else. It didn't work. Yeah. And why do you think it did not work or hasn't worked?
12: I would say then because it's not me.
0: Right. And why can't you accept that so you can overcome this thing? That made a home in you
12: because the, 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 whatever made a home in me, it is chilling and it doesn't want to go anywhere. Right? Like it feels, but it feels That's so true. skin to skin. It feels yeah. like you are asking me to like be dropped into the set of Silence of the Lambs and like you're going to pull my skin off. It literally feels like you're asking me to detach from something that is who I am.
0: I, and I am as as exactly what I'm asking you to do.
12: I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be real I right. don't like it
0: most people don't Okay. and the reason they don't because they think it's them who will I be if I don't be this who will I be if I don't have these emotions if I don't have these feelings if I don't have this voice to talk to who will I be
12: yeah if there was a line to stand in for those people I'd be at the front of the line
0: well everyone would beat you to the front <laughs> every human being or you know, on this side of heaven has the same problem. They have identified with that. They'll build what they thought was a life on that. And they, they're convinced that it's them. And, but what you don't know is exactly what he's saying. is this thing made a home of you. And it's taken on this. You took on its identity thinking that it was you. And trying to make a life out of it. And it hasn't worked and it never will work.
12: But why does it have so much uh, uh, emotion to it? Why does it feel so heavy? Why does it feel anything? Why isn't it just a force that, that, that is inside of me? And like, I get sad, like I get super sad. Like, I don't understand what the emotions are about. Like, I get really. I was. I don't even know him, and what he said turn, flicked something on in my mind. Yeah. But I was mad at him. I literally was like, this kid doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, all of those things happen. <laughs> all these emotions that. This,
0: this kid. This, I he's know. Now you're a years kid. Old. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's not me. <laughs> Just take it easy. She's going to call you something else in a minute. <laughs>
12: No, 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 I'm
0: so sorry. No, I know what you mean. I, um, no yeah, He's offense. not taking it serious.
12: Okay. Um, but no, seriously, like, I literally, like, was just very, there's, I'm, I feel like I'm very practical. I'm, I'm very logical. But there's parts of this whole process that I, it's just a war. It's an extreme war for and
0: me. That's the battle that I've been talking about between good and evil. What you don't know is that this thing that made a home of you and the reason the pain feels so great to you, because you're convinced that it's you. You have truly taken on as an identity, this is me. I'm my thoughts, I'm my pain, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm an Indian, I'm a chief, I'm a Mexican, I'm black, I'm this, and you're none of those things. And so this thing is evil, and it made a home in your body, and it lives off living in human bodies. It has what to live I, in a human body.
12: But what if I'm the worst case, and there's no You're not.
0: <laughs>
12: <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm like, what if I have a mental condition? What if it like reached a part, a part of my, my psyche that it should have never reached, and it's too, too, too far gone? Like those are the things that I think. Like maybe I'm the exception to the rule. Like maybe, it, like I won't figure this out.
0: How, let, me, let me just see the hands of the people who deal with the same thing. You think it's you, and you're believing that it's you you feel the you hear the thoughts and you feel the emotion behind the thought, either so-called good or bad. Well, can I see the hands? Sometimes. You mean before or like? Yeah, yeah before. You understand what she's talking about? Yeah. Every human being has that, except most human beings accept it as a norm and they don't want to overcome it. They love that hell that, that you're talking about. Wow. And some, a few, want to overcome it and they see what's going on and they're overcoming it. The devil will depart from them. It's, you're not you, you're not crazy, but that thing in your head is crazy and you identify with it, which makes you crazy.
12: Can I just ask? Yeah? Does- For those that experience that, did it ever bring you to tears? Like it's just weird. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. It does because it feels like I'm gonna fly away if I don't hold on to this. (laughs) You know, why how would I function in this world if I don't have this identity? Who will I be? Right. Never ask that again. That's the devil asking you that. That's not even you saying that. The devil is saying, because you so identify, I think he's saying, well, who will I be if I don't be this? Who will I be if I'm not that? Who will I be? That's not even you saying that. He's saying that so that he can convince you that it is you and he can continue to live in you. That's why, he. that's not you, sir. When that voice said, well, who will I be? Who will I be? He said, like, don't let me die. Don't let me me leave you. Who will I be if I left here? Because he's going to have to find somebody else to make a home in. And all the stuff that's going on in your head and in emotion, he's making you think it and feel it. He makes you feel fear about what's going to happen. He makes you feel good by... Making you oh, this is me. And then he makes you feel bad, and then he makes you feel good, and, and he drives you nuts, and you're thinking that is you. And you're thinking that you're the only one when you don't know, and you will come to see it if you say every human being got the same problem. There's not one that don't have it, but only a few is willing to do what you're doing to question it, to watch it, to want to know what's going on.
12: I just want to tell him, the twenty-one-year-old, thank you for whatever it was that you said. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it any other way. Thank you.
0: And, and what he did, he spoke the absolute truth. Yeah. He spoke the truth. You heard that truth, and as a result of hearing it and, and letting it come in, the devil got busy. Mm-hmm. He got, he became afraid. He started yelling. He starts screaming. He's like, no, this is a little kid. You yeah. do not know what he's talking about. <laughs> and so what happened was the truth is trying to save you. Mm. But you don't recognize that as the truth trying to save you. The devil is having a fit, not because of you, but because the truth enter in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the truth is fighting it. But it feels like you, because the devil is having a fit, and you don't know that's the truth that's trying to save you from the lie, from the devil. Right. And so that's why the devil was carrying on like that. He didn't want you to hear that. Yeah. He's like, no, don't pay attention. Yeah. D- don't, don't do this. Who will you be? He's too young to know that deep truth like that. Mm-hmm. He, he just listened to Jesse.
12: Yeah. I he, did think that too. See, that was one of the thoughts.
0: <laughs> he yeah. doesn't know. It's all, all those thoughts was the spirit of evil that the light had contacted while sitting there, hearing the truth. God entered in and the devil got, became afraid of the light. I want you all to know when those things start acting up in you, it's only acting up because the truth is there and it is afraid of the truth. And that's what happens when you welcome the truth. God will help us, but we won't let him because we fight back. We go along with the devil thinking that it's us. But you're doing fine, and everybody that get to where you are, they're like, who will I be if this leave?" That's not you asking yourself that or saying that. You're going to be you. When this thing leaves, you will be you, and the real you, there are no words to express. I do want to tell you, though, the real you is created in the image of God. This thing that carrying on in your mind and emotions, Is not created in the image of God. The real you—I almost don't want to say this. Don't let the devil use this against you. You are a spirit. God is a spirit, and so are you. The real you is not the thought. You're not the body. You're not the feeling. You are a spirit. And in that world, none of those things exist. There's no hate. There's nothing but love. There's no judgment. There are no plans, no ideas, no no thinking you think what you want. Never try to prove you no trying to prove yourself to anyone, no trying to make life work, no uh, comparing yourself to anyone, no trying to hurt anyone, it will be impossible because you will be all love and that's it. You'll be all light and all love and you will function here on the earth in the same way you're gonna function when your body expires, You will function in the same way that you function here in the body if you continue to let the light enter and let the light kill the darkness. That darkness, Satan hates any light that comes inside of you because it's over for him. He has no power. He just has you thinking that he has power and he doesn't. Amazing, huh? What do you think about that?
12: yeah it is amazing Um, especially when it when you say God says to be still and know yeah it allows me to not have to do anything but even that (laughs) even that is a little scary Because as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, well, Jesse, what do you do every day if you're not doing all of those things? Like, everything that you just listed seemed like, oh, well, you know, but it just seems like you would just have way too much time on your hands.
0: Speak up. It
12: just seems like you would have way too much time on your hands if you didn't do all those things.
0: You do have way too much time. It's that time thing that is the problem. Anyone that lives in their imagination, their thoughts and feelings. You're trying not to, you're trying to fill in all the time, and all you're doing is killing yourself. Mm. When you let go, you get done what you need done, and you have time wasted. Okay. But it's amazing time. You realize I didn't even need the time. But living in time makes you think you need time, like you don't have time. And time won't give me time. But I got time.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Y'all heard that, song? Time won't give me time, but I got nothing but time.
12: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for this time. I didn't want to. (laughs) I didn't want to take away from this experience, but um. you,
0: you had an amazing addition to it because you spoke exactly what happened in every human being. That's right. You spoke out loud what is happening in every human being. When, when people, t- what I do in my time now, you like I'm at work, I'm doing my work, but I'm also watching me. Mm-hmm. I'm watching what's happening inside of me, what I'm thinking and feeling, right? And what's going on. I know now whatever's happening and not me. So when I'm attacked, I let it happen. I don't defend it, I don't run from it, I watch to see what I'm thinking and feeling about it, because I know whatever I'm thinking and feeling is not me. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of watch it. And people say and do some of the dumbest stuff that ain't true at all. And, and the devil say, you, oh, you're popular out there. What are people going to think now? What are they going to say now, right? And I watch that. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Because I'm seeing that it's not me. Mm-hmm. It's not me at all. So there's no reason to attack back. There's no reason to get angry. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to have a fight with someone because it's not you. Your natural real self will never fight with the world. Your natural real self will never fight with the world. It's your unnatural self that want to fight back and fight with the world. But there's nothing to fight if this is not you. What are you fighting for? When you attack, they're not attacking you They are attacking the false you. Mm -hmm. And that's what you protect when you freak out about it, Mm -hmm. or when you get mad about it, and when you get scared, and when you worry about what someone's thinking. You're protecting it, not you. Mm -hmm. You're protecting the thing that should be dying. God said the only way we're going to enter into the kingdom, we must die. That thing must die. And so when it attacks you inside your imagination and emotions, let it happen. And when they attack you inside from what somebody else is trying to do to hurt you, because they are being attacked in their own mind. Mm. The reason they're attacking you is because that same thing is going on inside of them. And the devil tells them, they just attack you. Go and attack. Mm. And they go and do it. It's the same spirit. Okay. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. So let that happen. When when the young man was speaking and they say we're busy. You just sit there, watch the devil being busy, and know that that's not me. Okay. It's not you. It's not you. So that you will stop identifying with it. And sooner you stop identifying with it, it's over. Okay. You could be free. Okay. And you'll get up and go to work. You'll do what you need to do at work. You'll have dinner with your friends if that's what you want. But it'll just be dinner. It's like the young lady was saying about the date. There's no reason to be thinking through the date. You just let the date happen. Go get in the car, drive, get to the cafe, order your meal. After the meal, you want a little wine. Hey, little wine. (laughs) (laughs) And when the date is over, it is over. You don't have to plan, oh, I wonder when he called again. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wonder where I want to be with. Did I like him or her? This is not for me. You don't need to think about any of all that. It happens on its own. Okay. It happens naturally.
12: Okay. Thank you.
0: Thank yes, you. sir. <laughs> this is so. Is this fun? Yes. This is a fellowship. Okay.
2: I, I love what you what you say. What you added to it. It was, it was perfect. I just wanted to say a little bit more about it because you talked about the pain, and what will be helpful maybe is if you to understand that everybody's hell experience is personalized and custom tailored for them. And so that's why it's so painful because your hell experience isn't gonna be the same as someone else's. It's, it's uniquely designed for you. And so what happened when we were young and we were traumatized, whatever we clung to to help us get over the trauma is the demon that we actually invited into our life to help us get through the trauma.
0: And so that's what stays with us to the rest of our lives until we forgive. Um, I, I do want to just say that the trauma might be a little different. You might fall in the well, and then maybe Jesse and Dad will have to come get you. <laughs> and that will traumatize you. But overcoming it is the same. Yes. The devil is going to scream at every, everything you just described is happening to you. I had to go through the exact same thing. But I didn't know because no one told me that this is what I'm going to go through they screaming and, well, who will I be if I don't have this identity? Who will, I used to think the emotions and stuff were me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought it was me. No one told me it wasn't me. But because I thought something stopped me from overreacting a little bit to this thing that was happening, I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. I want more of that. I want more of not overreacting to thoughts and feelings, right, so it gave me the want to, and the, the desire to understand it, to want to uh, not overreact the next time. Whether it's inside of me or somebody attacking me from the outside, which is never, no one is really attacking you. It's as far as you think of you, right? And I noticed that the more I did not overreact, the more I don't want to overreact. The more I did not want to overreact, didn't over, the more I don't overreact. To a point that you don't even feel the attacks anymore, because that for you is disappearing. If you let it happen, it will be taken away. God will save you. And what you're being saved from is this mad spirit, evil spirit inside of you. That's what salvation is all about is to overcome the ego. You're dying from the identities. You're dying from them. And a little bit of dying makes you want more dying. It makes you want more dying. And eventually you, without even realizing, you don't say I anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm this, and I'm that, and i You don't try not to say it, it's just, because you're losing, wow, you're losing identities. I'm talking about the time. Uh, you don't identify with those things because they're disappearing, there's nothing to identify with. When you have nothing to identify with, then you're free then you're free. And the spirit of the father will take away all those identities because they are spirits. And then when you communicate, you got to talk, you know, like, I'm hungry. You're speaking consciously and you know that you're not what you're saying. You're not identified with being hungry. You know what I'm saying? But but you got to just continue watching and know that the spirit of truth is causing the lie to act up inside of you. And that's all you need to do is just watch it. There's nothing else to do. And life will happen on us. It's going to be amazing the way life's going to work when you don't have anything to identify with but truth. It's just going to blow your mind. And because you're so accustomed to identifying with things and thinking that that's working, it's different than because you're going to be wondering what am I supposed to be thinking about how I know life is working if I ain't got to think about life working? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because in that fallen state, we question, is life really working? But in truth, you can't question if life is working because there are no questions in truth. Truth is. The light is. The light is whole. The light is. Yes. Hold on a minute. Amazing, huh? So when that devil adds up, just know that the devil yelling and screaming making make you feel that. And relax and let the devil do it and you just watch him. And that's the light of God that is now inside of you and the devil is mad at at God. He doesn't want to leave. It's not you. Okay.
8: When I first uh, heard the biblical question, uh, I arrived uh, initially at the same point as everybody else. I told myself that, oh, I'm, my boomerang, my life is me, myself, or my identity, and so uh, I questioned it and I I, I I, smoked on it the whole <laughs> week, and I, I watched. Not pot. <laughs> I watched uh, my identity, so to speak, or myself, my anger, uh, my emotions, and also, uh, me wanting to control everything because that was also myself, and I realize now that even calling it myself isn't right because it's not me, yeah, it's the darkness, yes. And me, the boomerang in my life, thinking about that is me trying to throw it away. And what's good about the silent prayer is I realize now that I shouldn't be the one throwing it away, I should just. Um, let it go Absolutely. Let, let, it, let go trying to throw it away because me throwing it away eventually I'll catch it again Yeah. Yep. because I willingly uh, try to control it try to throw it away and th- in that sense I'm accepting it once again amazing amen <laughs> amen
4: Give
2: me a chin, <laughs>
8: <laughs> that's deep
0: that really is you got, that's all you have to do. You've got to question what's going on in here. Who is this? And the truth will answer those questions for you. By letting you understand what's going on. You, above all things, get an understanding. It's not what I can get from this, but what can I understand from this situation? What can I understand from where I feel and what I'm thinking? You want an understanding and understanding will make you free. That's deep, man. Yeah. So everybody in the donation bath and put $100? <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
0: you know how to preach a lot of money. So let me do this because of time. I know you have some questions for me. What's your question for me?
10: Um, no, I think I was just asking you the question you had asked me about.
0: Um, your, wrong, your wrong thoughts create your wrong world. Yeah. Right. There is no such thing and I wrote it down because I think you asked a young lady in the black. There is no such thing as a right thought. All thoughts are wrong. Go to the mic. All thoughts are wrong. This. I know people who can As long as I'm in agreement with them and I never criticize them or or disagree with them in any way, they feel good. They feel good with me, they feel good about me. But the moment I disagree, they feel bad. They're not angry, right? And and the attack is on. And but and then but what they were thinking that other people watching think that, oh, this person really liked you. They think you're pretty cool, you're helping, right? And they feel good. But that feeling good about me is a wrong thought. It's a lie. That's why as soon as I disagree, the attack and so on because your ego been hurt. But the feel good feeling is the ego. Mm-hmm. That's why friendships don't last because you're only friends as long as you agree. And the moment you disagree, you're bitter enemies right away. Because when you were agreeing, you felt good. And you thought that was real. But that was evil. That was ego. All feelings are evil. In God, in your true nature, your true nature, there are no feelings. And so, like, there are no feelings. So, you create your own world because you are your own world. You're not the world, you're your world. And everything that you think and feeling and carrying on is in you. And if I made you mad right now, it's not me making you mad. It's already in you and the thoughts are talking to you and you believe believing it and you're getting mad. And the thoughts will tell you, Jesse made, look how Jesse made you look. Jesse made you mad and you go home and tell your mama or tell your friend, I ain't never going back there. Jesse made me mad. But Jesse had nothing to do with your world that is already happening in you I don't I didn't put it there it wasn't me but the devil made you think it's somebody else but once you get to see as this young man was clearly stated as you get to see what's going on in you your world is being uh, you're overcoming the unnatural world of anger and doubt and fear and jealousy and strife and all this mess, you know. You're overcoming that in your world. And as your world is cleared out, no matter what happening in somebody else's world or in them or out there, you're not moved by it at all. You have no relationship. Like This war going on right now with um, Israel and the Palestinians and Ukraine and Russia and, and the world going crazy, that is in their world. It's not no one else's fault, but the person that's carrying out that world. But they are blaming others for it because the devil blames somebody else. And when you blame, you go and attack the person you think is doing it to you. But if they were not in their own world, if they have peace in here, no matter what someone said out there or did, they wouldn't be moved by it. Period. And the is bad. It wouldn't bother you at all. You wouldn't like be like, oh, I'm scared. The economy is bad. It wouldn't be a part of your thinking because your world is at perfect peace. And you know, the, without thinking about the Father will provide, you know he will. You don't have to think about it. So that's what I mean is in, you are creating your own world inside of you by believing lies, believing feelings. And it's, no, it's not outside of you, it's inside of you. And then it's inside of each individual, their world. So that's what I mean by that. So if you overcome the darkness, inside of you, you have a bright world. And everybody be going crazy. They'll be like, you see how, the, how they're acting out there right now, right? You wouldn't be a part of that. You'll be in it, but not a part of it. And it's not like you wouldn't even be thinking about being a part of it. There would be no, nothing to think about. I'm not a part of that. You wouldn't even think about it. You'll just observe what's happening and you'll get the understanding of why it's happening, and you'll still be free from it. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Any questions? Can you give me the mic? Nick got the mic in his pocket. He landed up against the wall.
4: <laughs>
10: no, I don't I don't have any push, follow-up questions.
0: That makes sense a little bit? Yes. In what way? A little way that it makes sense?
10: Kind of what I also shared is that we tend to take our thoughts and make them our identity and yeah. our personality and it's not. And it does resonate with what you just said with me because you know, right now I find myself sometimes believing my thoughts are me and I act on them and I think my, because I'm acting on my, I have a feeling on it, it's, it's real, but it's not. It's yeah. within myself and I know these things. I know the truth, but yeah. I let my thoughts cloud it and tell me, well, the, these thoughts are the truth but it's a battle within me good and bad that I am dealing with but I think obviously the light pers- perseveres stronger and it comes through and so um, yeah what you just said does resonate with me with what I'm currently going
0: through. And, and when that happens and, uh, and you're right in what you're saying when that happens when this thing get busy in here mm-hmm. and the feelings come just let them happen. Yeah. Let go and let it happen.
10: Yeah, it's just like watch it pass by. It's That's just the it. thought. It
0: just needs to go. And he's going to scream at you. Yeah. No, you got to do something. You got to do this. This is you. Don't let this happen. And watch the screams and continue with your day. But let it happen. Let go and the light will save you mm-hmm. from this thing.
4: Yeah. That make sense? Yes.
0: Are you doing the silent
10: prayer?
0: I don't know the silent prayer. You don't know where it is? No. On my YouTube channel, it's a silent prayer where... Every morning, every night, I want you to get, you know, before bed, and we get up in the morning, be still. When you wake up, and just watch those thoughts. And just watch them. Your whole day would be different. Mm-hmm. But if you're jumping up and you're already in your head, and you're rushing, your whole day will be of darkness. Mm-hmm. But you get a lot done and still have time left. But you'll be calm and at peace on the inside. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, you said that earlier before she said that about who will I be if I'm not these thoughts and emotions. Did you hear her say the same thing? Everybody thinks the same thing. But it's not you thinking that. The devil is saying, who will I be? And it feels like you. You have your hand yourself? Well,
12: the only thing is that, like, this is a very, very simple interaction. But, like, when we're driving and somebody cuts us off, I relate to you when you say like, I am angry at that person and I don't even know who they are. Yeah. I don't know anything about them. But if if they got, I always, I always used to say like, you're tough in that car. But as if I'm gonna like pull over and we're all gonna <laughs> just get out of the car. Right. But there is this vile anger inside of me sometimes when I'm driving. And it's so crazy because I would never show that to my boss. I would never show it to certain people. But as soon as I get in my car, it's funny because I'm always pointing the finger at other people, but I never really realize that I'm the one acting crazy.
0: Absolutely. Every human being oh, point the finger at someone else, <laughs> we really need to be pointing it at you.
4: That's true.
0: Ain't no finger going that way. It's just one finger.
12: That is true, because yeah. I'm always thinking it's them. like, And I'm the one that, it, the anger is coming from me. It's from inside you. the car. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that's how the whole devil works. When people point the finger, they really need to be that's why I got Christ said, let you without sin cast the first stone. You need to see what's going on in you. You would be casting stones, period. Okay.
4: Yes.
0: Because the only way you're casting those stones is because you don't see what's in you. Right. Yeah. It's impossible to cast stones when you see what's going on in you. That's deep. Okay. That's amazing, and so when you leave here and while you're here, oh, you remind me you just like your mama too. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Char? She said something last Sunday that was so. What was that? I forgot.
1: Oh, uh, you said that your mom had extra money and she was able to like help other families and help Absolutely. other people, but she wasn't doing that because she's like a purely good woman. She was trying, She was doing that to create a certain image for herself and create a certain image for her family. And you said you were doing the same thing at, at work. You were saying that you are in a certain way with people at work because you're trying to get money from it. <laughs> like you're trying to get a status yeah. or something. So you're doing the same thing that That's crazy. You know, your mama's
0: doing. Isn't that something? Yeah. You're just like your mama. I am. <laughs> <That's> scary.
4: <laughs>
0: you, scary. You become like what you hate. Okay, let me, let me try to make it make sense. <laughs> when you're a little kid, you're innocent. Okay. You know, You forgive, you don't take things that seriously. Somebody apologized, you're okay with it. But when your mother apologized, she, she would do one thing, and she said, "I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it again," and, and you forgive her." And then she end up doing it again, until after a while you get angry at her right? And the moment you become angry, the spirit in her enter into your imagination. And you become like her. And so you start having the same fears and the same doubts and the same everything. Trying to, because everyone that has those spirit, we all just, everybody just like everybody mama. Because those same spirits come in of loneliness and anger and love seeking and comparison and trying to be rich and trying to be this it enter into the imagination. That's what happened to you. That's how we become like and we're becoming like them because it's the spirit that we're becoming like. That's in them. That makes sense? It activates
4: through
0: anger. Yes. Absolutely. The moment you become angry as a kid, at an instant, your nature starts to change. From innocent to evil. But the moment you forgive when you truly see that you're wrong for resenting, your nature starts to change back from evil to good, which is of God. But you got to stay with it because the devil is not going to want to leave you. But he has no other choice. If you stay with it, I promise you he will leave. He's going to be screaming and kicking and yelling and carrying on. But he has to leave because the light is destroying him. And that's what's carrying on in your mind about it. All right? Any question about that? Okay, so the boomerang, because of time now, the boomerang in your life is everything. The loneliness, the anger, the using food to escape, trying to escape the pain, getting drunk, trying to forget and not to remember, um, blaming others, um, others oh, thinking that is you, oh, this you think that that's gone, and the moment you think it's gone, it come back. And the only reason it keeps coming back is because you won't let it die. You won't just relax in it and let it die. That's why it keeps coming back. But if you go through it, it will be taken away and it will will never come back. But you don't let it die. You get scared. Oh my God, who would I be? Oh, this is too painful. I can't handle this pain. I got to attack somebody. I got to call up somebody and gossip. I got to answer the phone. I got to have a meal. If you, in closing, if you really want to test this thing in you, I want you to try this this week. When you get home, spend time, I don't know how much time, spend time not answering the phone, not turning on the TV, not reading a book. Not uh, uh, thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner. Not doing anything. Sit for a minute and see what happens.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Make sure you have your medical insurance sir. <laughs> and you're right. Sit for a minute and see what happens. With nothing, no idea about what you're going to eat or anything. Do it for 10 minutes. <laughs> Right, 10 is a long time. And watch the devil, see what he's going to do to you. The devil hates quiet time. He hates for you to be quiet with nothing to do. Because you're going to see that he's there. And seeing that he's there is the light of the Father. And the Father will get rid of him. And he doesn't want that to happen. The kingdom of heaven is not about time. And stop letting time steal your now. Don't let time steal your present. God is in the present. And Satan is always keeping you in the future or the past. And by you following him and listening to that, he steals you away from the now, from the present. And that's where God is. Satan cannot come into the present. He can only bring you out of it in order to control you. He cannot come into the light. He has to bring you into the darkness. So practice being present this week. At least take the little time I just mentioned and see what happens to you. I want to encourage you to practice, practice, stand present. Not in the past, not in the future. It doesn't. God. salvation is the kingdom of heaven is not in the future. It's not in the past. It's not on that mountain or that mountain or that hill or at that club or at that church. It's in you. The kingdom of heaven is right here, right now. And if you practice, this thing will die, and you will live from the kingdom of heaven right here on earth. You don't have to wait until your body dies. And you will see that there is no death. The only death is the death of the ego. The nature of the devil. Alright? Amazing. Let me see the new hands, new people for the first time. Okay. Okay. Any question before we close?
3: Uh, what's some advice, maybe, for some viewers? Uh, what's some advice you would give to your twenty-one-year-old self? What advice I would give to a twenty-one-year-old? No, to your twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old self. Like what? My twenty-one-year-old yeah, self. Yeah, know you perfect and everything, but what's some no. things you <laughs> would? What's some, what's some things you would tell yourself as a 20 21 twenty-one-year-old that you didn't see? Oh. What I didn't see then, yeah. because 21 years have been so long, I forgot about them.
0: Um, I would tell you that you're fortunate that at at 21, you started to question what's going on with you, because when I was 21 years old, that was the last thing I was thinking about. I wish I, wish I had known now, but had I known, I would have been on this path a long time ago. But just watch those thoughts, when you get mad or when you feel good, don't blame anybody else for it. Just watch what's going on inside of you. And uh, so, when someone makes you mad or you, be, uh, you become scared or afraid, feel it, and knowing that it's not you, and let it die. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh,
3: yeah, you know? yeah, kind of, kind of like yeah. That mean no? No, <laughs> I, not cause I would spend time just, just quiet, just thinking, thinking, uh, like inwardly. Um, and some of the things you talk about make sense to me, like, uh, sometimes at work, some, some people like they like to try to insult me yeah. or try to do little things just, just because they see the light. Right. Um, and I don't have to really say too much. Uh, so I would, I would be angry when someone would like, say something, but I would see that and I would let it die. And I would would look at them and I would see the ego in them die because it didn't affect me at all. You know what I mean? The ego and them have a fit when you don't respond. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. So keep up with that. If someone tried to insult you at work and you feel something about it, feel it. Be glad they did it so you can feel it. Don't respond. Don't go off. Just feel it and and they'll have a fit, all right? And they'll they'll keep coming at you until they try to get a reaction. No reaction. And I promise you, you do everything like that, you're going to be fine. The light of God will guide you. All right? Yep. Because in your real nature, there are no feelings. There's no one there to insult. And so if you're being insulted, it's not you. It's the false nature. So let that happen. That insult was good for that. So let it happen. All
3: right.
0: Amazing. And stay with the silent prayer. All right, yeah. All right. Amazing. Yes, sir. Any questions about anything? Oh, nice. Any other questions or comments or disagreements or anything? Okay. So, listen. Stay with this. The devil is having a fit. You heard some good stuff here today. We had amazing women for him this Thursday night. It was, did y'all like it, ladies? It was deep. It was so deep. I went to the graveyard. I pulled my mama by that grave. I smacked her and put her back in the grave. (laughs) And so I say that because I want the ladies to know you got to do the same thing the men got to do. You must see that you're angry, you must forgive your mother and your father, do the silent prayer, and God is going to do the same thing for you. He doesn't love the sons any more or less than he does the daughters. But this path must be taken by you. Even if you're married, your husband can't go on this path with you. He cannot go. You got to get on there by yourself, and if your husband act out or see that you're becoming free, okay, bye, I don't want you anyway. You, you got to be with your husband and not need him. Otherwise, he would never be free. And husbands, you got to be with your wives and not need them. Emotionally, when I say not need them, I don't mean to do practical things. I'm talking about spiritual things. Emotional. You don't want that from anyone. Don't want it. And when, if your husband or wife when y'all attack one another and you feel something about it, be glad for the attack. Don't be calling up the government. About, he attacked me. He gave me uh, emotional, what do you call that? Words. Well, Word, he hurt me with his words. Oh yeah, verbal abuse. That's dumb. You give a room to the devil. <laughs> no such thing as verbal abuse. That's the devil abuse. <laughs> so still amazing fellowship today. Stay on this path. Stay honest. Stay honest. Stay honest. And whatever without me telling you what we talked about, if your parents or anyone ever tried to make you be somebody, stop it. You can't be somebody. The more you try to be someone, you become nothing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't try to be anyone. Let life happen. Mm-hmm. It will happen, and it'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. It really will, but you got to stop trying to make it happen and just see what's going on inside. You'll be fine. Yes? Underneath
11: the mic, what's next week's
0: biblical question? Next week's biblical question. Um, so I heard this word. I had heard this word in years to the point that I forgot that the word existed. And so it's an amazing word. So I thought, oh, I'm going to use this word as a biblical question. That's how I find a lot of my biblical questions when I hear things, right? The word, have you ever heard the word loyal? Have <laughs> I said it right? Loyal. 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 loyal are you are you lord to anyone <laughs> I had a hard time with it this morning that's why I hate so the biblical y'all heard that word before yes. when did the last time that word crossed your mind all the time, all the time. really loyalty. Right. loyalty loyalty loyalty, loyalty. Y'all thinking that word a lot? Yes. <laughs> really? I haven't thought of that word since I left the cotton fields of Alabama, and my loyalty was to the white man. I am gonna pick his cotton.
4: <laughs>
0: so, really, the biblical question: To whom or what are you, Laurel, Lord? Lawyer, lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> to whom are you of what are you? Lawyer. 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 And, why? and why? Repeat it so that it'll be clear. To to whom? Why? 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 Not to, leave out the two. <laughs> to. Okay. Say someone repeat it. To whom of what are you? Lawyer. And why? That's what I
4: said.
0: But not Lord to James to me. I can't say to.
1: <laughs> repeat
0: the hey Sean. Repeat the question. Why well, you got the mic right there?
1: To whom or what are you loyal and why? Oh,
0: to okay. Not to. Uh uh. He said that's in proper English.
1: Is that right? To whom he or what are you loyal and why? That's
0: right. And why is it wrong to say You're not supposed
1: to? Because you already day said to. Oh, no, yeah.
15: right.
0: You're not supposed to. to end your sentence. This is when a preposition. You
15: already
4: said two. That changes the meaning. That's right. So who are you loyal to and why? You can put a comma there. Right. To who?
0: It words, the way you say to Yeah, we have to go to the White Way. Sorry. I learned the White Way. I know. Tell me about it. She's so white. If I close my eyes, I think that's a white lady speaking. (laughs) (laughs) And then I open my eyes like, what the? Um, Amazing. So to whom or what are you and why? (laughs) So that's, but I didn't know. Everybody thought about that word a lot. Really? I don't know when the last time I even heard that word except for this other day or so, right? But I definitely haven't thought about that word at all. It doesn't even cross my mind. Amazing. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Get on that straight and narrow path. You will not regret it because all you're doing is dying from the pain. And you're waking up to no pain. And you can live in this world just like that. One thing I would think about the war is we never know what's going on with the war. You ain't going to get the truth on either side. Because I found out the other day that Biden and Netanyahu met, and on TV they would say, oh, we're going to work together. We love y'all. You got American support. Behind closed doors, they were saying something else. Like, you better do it this way. You better do it that way. And not you. So we don't know what, so stop fighting each other with this stupid stuff. All we do it again, false information, and they make us fight and take sides and divide us. And we look idiot fighting over stuff that we don't really know what it's all about. So stop taking sides. And if you seek the straight and narrow path, you will know the truth of what's going on. God is not going to leave you a dummy. He will let you see right through what's going on. All right, so stop taking sides. All right. Anyway, do the silent prayer, go and forgive, and blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> no meetings or anything, right? Any announcements? No announcements. And thank you for your support. Go to, because YouTube don't like us, they won't let us make money on their end. Go to givemeacoffee.com slash JLP talk. Buy me a coffee. I mean, buy me a coffee. Whatever. <laughs> buy me a slash JLP talk. Rebuilding the man dot com and that's it. Hey. Okay. And we'll do your super chats tomorrow, all right? Thank you all. Amazing fellowship. Thank you all. Nice.